Oh, the heater just kicked in. And I'm not going to shut it off. I know it'd make the audio recording so much better, but I'm not willing to make that sacrifice right now. And what does that say about my art? <laughs> I get an F. Put it right in front. Now you get it. I am in New York. I guess I should say hello there, boys, girls, and in betweeners. It's me, KP. Hi. Uh, I'm in New York out here promoting a new season of Hack My Life, which if you care to tune into that madness, it's on True TV. I know new episodes premiere every Tuesday night, but they rerun the hell out of it. So if you're not seeing uh, a Joker being impractical or feeling the effects of a Carbonaro, chances are you're seeing uh, us ruin everything. Wait, that's a different show. No, you're watching us do hacks. We still ruin everything in the process, but Adam is the king of ruining everything. These are very inside references. I don't know what the crossover is between podcast listeners and Hack My Life viewers, but I'm imagining in the Venn diagram, there is a sliver, just a splinter, and that's all it needs to make this relevant. So if you guys want to watch that, uh, Hack My Life, True TV, Tuesday nights, but it's on all the time. Now, that said, hi, how you been? I've been good. Thanks. I didn't ask just so that you would ask back. I promise I didn't. I just know that Again, this is a one-way medium, and, and that's that. So I hope you're well. I hope you had a happy holiday, whatever the hell you celebrate. I hope you put all the Marys and all the Christs into things that you wanted to, and I hope you, you removed them from everything that you didn't want them in. And and I hope you connected with friends and family and, and made the best of it uh, if you were reluctantly doing so. I was in Thailand petting elephants and scuba diving, which I'll get into for a millisecond during this podcast, but... As much as I love to make things about me, sadly, this one is not. This is about my dear friend, my soulmate, my brother of brothers, and the heater just clicked off, and I don't know if that's going to affect anything, but I'm recording this through AirPods, which, by the way, I, I, I love the AirPods. Like, I, like, there's so much to love about them, but at its very core, they're hunks of plastic that you jam into your ears, and I just don't understand I mean, from a bottom line standpoint and maybe from like a wireless fidelity standpoint, I get why they'd go with that material. But Apple, come on, wake up, Cupertino. Get, get, how about some uh, silicone or uh, velvet? I'll take anything. Make them out of multo meal. I will jam it into my ear and let it just ooze out of each hole and constantly replace them like your batteries. But I'm recording this on AirPods, so it probably sounds like garbage anyways. But again, not about me. It's not even about this recording. This is about my dearest friend, super producer, Yaniv Fatucci. Uh, uh, Yaniv had a trip to Peru, which you're going to hear about. Uh, it was quite the whirlwind. One thing that he did not get to explain was, uh, well, the Mother Aya has a way. If you believe in it, then it's there. I, I'm gonna, I'll let him explain a whole bunch of stuff. He went to Peru. He had a great time. He's going to tell you all about it and tell me all about it, which is why I really wanted to sit down and just catch up with my brother because I missed him, uh, not having seen him for a few weeks. So when I was back in the studio for a few days, we sat down, we chatted. You'll hear it. I will say this, though. He broke his phone uh, like day two, which I was texting him throughout the entire break. I was concerned. I was worried something happened to him in Peru because you need usually not the uh, incommunicado type. And I was I was concerned. And I, I remember saying to April in Thailand, I was like, one of two things happened. He's uh, in a shipping container, probably being used and or sold for sex. Uh, or he broke his phone because he's Yaniv. And I said he probably broke his phone like three minutes into the trip. I was a little off. It was, I think, day two. But what was miraculous about his phone breaking 
was that the screen uh, cracked and shattered, but only two-thirds of it. Like, the very top row of icons was still visible, and he could still use his phone. Very, you know, rudimentary functions, but he had his, his notes where he kept all his flight and hotel info. He had his camera, so he could snap some memories. He had WhatsApp, and then I don't remember the fourth one. I'm assuming it's Angry Birds or some sort of digital menorah. I don't know. I don't know what he had, but I know he had four icons with which to keep him comfortable and sane throughout the trip. But he did tell me uh, off the mic, because we were chatting about this a little bit, he did say that that made it even more magical. Like the happenstance of breaking her phone, having access to take some uh, photos and preserve memories, uh, to connect with a few people on, on WhatsApp, and to have your notes, you, know, you can keep your wits about you and actually get on planes when you're supposed to. What a precious gift from the universe to be given that. Like a, an ounce of connectivity, but you're not getting on Twitter, you're not browsing dank memes on Reddit, you're not seeing what racist stuff your family's posting on Facebook. You just have the core, the essence, the, the basic tools that you need to navigate an amazing journey in Peru, with, which he did. So uh, know that that is going on this entire time. And I, to me, it makes the, the trip sound 10 times more magical. But I'll let Yadiv talk about it. This was supposed to be a 30-second intro. Today's podcast is brought to you by Fuck It. Here's the thing. This podcast should be America. 110%. Blood Red America. The NDAA. Yeah! Everybody slaying vagina. <laughs> Cyborg Jesus. Ooh, Jesus America. We don't need to pedal. We don't need to pedal for a conversation. Whatever you, whenever you want, just signal the pedal. We're I'll give you the echo. I'll give you the echo. Put the pedal to the metal here Woo! because you're going to take us zero. Let's rev it up. 60 to watch out your third eye is flapping open and yeah. catching some mosquitoes in the breeze. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pointless Podcast. Hello there, boys, girls, and in-betweeners. It's me, Kevin Pereira. I'm back, and it doesn't matter to anybody. Yeah. What does matter Woo-hoo! is that uh, you're here, uh-huh. and I'm gesturing to mostly an audible audience, but that's fine. That's fine. Just know that the point was there. And yeah. maybe they could yeah, hear yeah, yeah. it. Maybe they could sense it. Do you it. want me to do the visual cues for you? So every time you do something mm. visual, I mm. will note it. You know what? I didn't until you suggested it. <laughs> and now I do. So if you could just <laughs> Two do hands some, flapping. an audible closed captioning with his fingers. for the audience. And he's really excited. Because I don't think it's going to be distracting at all. Waving index. I don't think it's going to be distracting at all. you need folding hands together. <laughs> you missed under chin. Under chin. It's, it's so under cute. chin. It's a, it is a, it's a worth, worthy detail on that one. I'm sorry. You should be a physical closed captioner. It's good. That's <laughs> but a, verbal? Yes. Because usually that's a sign language thing, right? Correct. Correct. But you want For me those to that play are by play. auditorily challenged. Okay, he's stacking his right hand, hand, opening hands yes. wide. You're there to describe and, to those men, whose you ears your hands are hands a lot. Well, I'm trying to overemphasize <laughs> for you're you. You're pointing at me now. Double finger Double point. Double finger <laughs> point. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, uh, audio listeners, hey, look, we are It sorry. can't be any worse than the shows they do here in the mornings. No. Now. Valid point. <laughs> Welcome to the Pointless Podcast, everybody. It's me. You're so good with the eye KP. contact of the camera. I miss you. Well, it's the camera gonna, awareness. I'm it's like you've done this out for I'm years. I'm trying to connect. I used to be somebody, Anif. I, I used to do a show that people on care Wikipedia. About. They said something about you. You know, I, I was in uh, when I was in Thailand. I got this guy, Jimmy. Okay. The name tag says Jimmy, but he says. Jimmy. Jimmy, was he your fixer? Jimmy was uh, was our butler at one of the resorts, and it was it was too much. You had it a was, butler. It was unnecessary at la maison. Uh, this was at la maison. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. It was. Uh, they well, the resort was called Leana. The, the the thing is la maison. We had none four, of that sounds Thai. Four toilets. <laughs> four toilets. Three of which were outdoors. <laughs> 
<laughs> which the guy so the the Amazing. the La Maison property which you guys can google it's stunning we did yeah, not need yeah, it, it looked or like deserve it, it. it pool. was cool oh Ooh, my god gorgeous. which one ours uh, because we had our own with a view of the beach or yeah. something oh, it's, I it's, 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 i mean bring up your voice this so I, i'm in this shithole country and <laughs> oh no <laughs> Hey, quick, cool reference. We- <laughs> <laughs> Way to be topical. And yeah. what am I doing, Anif? Pointing to head. Thank you. For- <laughs> <laughs> that physical close captioning is so good. So the Everything guy, is all in parentheses, by the way. The guy who owned the property, the, mm. the owned the resort before he sold it, this yeah. was his house. Wow, so he lived course. on the property. Yeah. You know, everybody else stayed in these rooms. His yeah. house, I'm like... Who needs three outdoor toilets, <laughs> first of all? And by the way, when they're outdoor, I could hear people like coughing as they were walking along of the course, path. Yeah. So if you had they're an explosive private. night of curry. Oh, Montezuma's guy, revenge. Yeah, he was <laughs> announcing it to the entire resort. And I thought, what an odd choice to make at what's supposed to be a luxury resort. I couldn't play Clash Royale no. while Deuce it because ah. people would hear. Bam, ba, da, da, ba, ba. It's like I'm announcing. Way to be one with nature, bro. Exactly. But you know, it's all about unapologetic bowel systems out there. Go on. (laughs) I don't know. Go on. I just wanted to say that. You should never have to apologize for some pad thai. Yeah. You should be proud thai. Proud thai. Of those noises. It's. I sounded like a loose exhaust from a Honda. <laughs> At least eleven out of the fourteen nights. Questionable street meats, <laughs> right? Real questionable. I found that I went out. vegetarian. It was so bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I heard. I That's am intense. Now. I'm officially <laughs> that because I said that I'm that. And I haven't eaten meat since. <laughs> you got to stick to it. I, I am now. It's not even resolution. It's a lifestyle change I due to a to. vacation. I had to due to a distended belly and some <laughs> magical elephants. But I am not here to talk about me. Believe it or not. I what? don't want to. Yeah, you have to believe that? it because this is a, apparently the pointless podcast, and you are my returning champion of a guest, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yaniv, the dirty deuce for Tooch <laughs> is here in the building. Flap, I don't have an flap, echo, flap, flap, but flap, I'll do flap, this. Flap. Yeah, waving, flapping fingers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because you pointing at me had an adventure. <laughs> I did. Close the laptop. Oh this doesn't man, let's matter. gaze. I'm gonna connect right to you because I need to get there. some patooch yes. in the empty well that is oh, my soul. No. Where did you go? What did you do? Take me on a journey because oh, I know you had one. You need patooch. Oh boy, the pressure's on. Uh, I also took a trip. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. You went to Peru. I went to Peru, where you've been, mm-hmm. and slightly inspired by your trip. Mm-hmm. Another shithole country. Another shithole. God damn it. Uh yeah, underdeveloped, stinky, bad food. <laughs> Jesus, are you? Are those actual <laughs> shots across the bow? <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> I came back with a nut allergy. Yeah, but I was keeping it ironic, and you went full. No, 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 no. Uh, you just, went full just getting the facts out, and then we'll get into it. No, okay. I came back with a nut allergy. This is a real thing. Okay, <laughs> my GI has been all changed. It's crazy. But all right, all that aside, <laughs> there's benefits to the trip too. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got out of it was yeah I went I went abroad I had to get the visa because I really wanted to come back with a rare nut allergy <laughs> which is really cleansing my system I got to tell you I think I might have picked up a parasite you're down ten pounds down ten pounds and loving it my Where'd allergist is like we got to get the parasite out of you I'm like why I poop four times a day this is great <laughs> wait till I win the biggest wait could you. <laughs> Ooh. Could you snap yourself up a tapeworm right before going on the biggest loser? Like, and could then, you grab a little parasite? Win. That's it. That's a good idea. You could skip all the workouts. Whoa. Just. But can you actually give yourself a tapeworm? Or is of course it... you can. Really? Yes. There's a clinic here. I'm in Los not Angeles. even joking. Jason was talking about it. There's a clinic in Los Angeles where you can go and get a tapeworm. 
implanted into your system. It's better than South Beach. One of my recent Google searches yeah. is, can a parasite be good for you? <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God, I've never felt better in my life. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, everything that goes in goes right out within minutes. And now what did you find? Did you find like a forum where people are like have parasite fetishes there and they try to like feed about theirs this. like Tamagotchis? There are certain parasites apparently, and this is all skepticism, I'm sure because it's the internet, but there are some parasites that could be good for you. <laughs> it's true. Go on. Yeah. There are obviously ones that are terrible for you. They give you headaches and sure. skin irritations and that. You got to get that shit What's out. What's the one that you might have right now? Do it's just know? making me poo a lot, Kev. <laughs> right. Right, I get that. That's the that's no, the I don't, side effect. There's no or a symptom. But I don't have. No, a, do you have something? Is it you have something living within you that uh, is? That's the hypothesis. I'm okay. seeing an allergist who took a blood test. Uh, she says the symptoms are clear to say that it might have a parasite, and that's why I'm getting a stool test next week. Sorry uh, for the detail for anybody that might be eating. No, that's what we're asking. We're talking about. Yeah, it. yeah, that might be a thing. Really? Uh huh. Do you get to choose what the receptacle is for the poop test? Like, can you squat in a waffle cone (laughs) and hand uh, it over? That's going in my next uh, portal message to my doctor. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, I love the... I've always hated doctors. Mm -hmm. I've always hated the idea of going and doing tests. Until this past year, I'm I'm all into it. Well, did you hate them because... Because of the potential to find out that you, yeah, shit's fucked up. Of course, up. of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So because you didn't the hate paranoia. Them for all the good that they could do. You no, just no, no, hated no. them for the reality they let might re- expose you yeah, to. Yeah, let me reword that. I love doctors. Yeah. I hate the idea of going to the doctor. Up until this past year, I, I, I well, feel is great that because about you've got a doctor who will just prescribe you recreational drugs? And I've got a Dr. Gonzo <laughs> you got a doctor uh, of my good. own. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> One of my best friends came back and opened a clinic last year. It's never been the same since then. <laughs> You're shitting four times a day. Yeah, yeah. Your skin is glowing. Uh, thank you. It's fantastic. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, it's great. So let's get back to this shithole Peru. <laughs> yes. It's underdeveloped, terrible food. <laughs> yeah. Because I had a blast when I was there, and yeah. I feel like you did too. I did. I feel like you. I, but I don't know the details. No. Because you and I would normally immediately sync up. We'd swap. We we'd held share the back. Dirty and we held back for this moment. Mm. And a moment like this. Some people wait a lifetime. <laughs> You're telling me. Kelly Clarkson, that shit. <laughs> Damn. Stay. You decided to go to Peru. Why and when? And let's go on this journey together now, please. Almost every Christmas break, I try to do a trip. Okay. Yeah. We've done Costa Rica Costa two Rica years ago. Was real. One of one legendary, maybe a, maybe a sort of like titular trip of ours. But then the following year, I did Colombia with Gary, the doctor that we just aforementioned. Yeah. And I wasn't going to out him by name now that I said he's a Dr. Feelgood that <laughs> oh, prescribes shoot. you all the meds. Oh, you shoot. You don't have his last name. He's Dr. G. We'll find out later. Um, but for the most part, I knew that I wanted to do a trip, and I, and I was going to do it with some friends that ended up dropping out last minute, and I said, you know what? I haven't done a solo trip, and I'm not afraid of doing one. I'm going to go solo. And I did have a friend that I was meeting, uh, a lady that mm-hmm. I met towards the end of the trip to do Machu Picchu with at the end. We'll get to, but... Uh, but for the most part, it was 90% solo, and I was excited about that. I was like, yes, let's go. Was there a percentage of you that was nervous or concerned that you would be left alone to your own devices, you couldn't lean on anybody else, you'd have to make all decisions? Excited by those ideas. Wow. Yeah. That's brave. I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm I know, that guy. I know. That's really and, I, impressive. And, and going into it, I was thinking, like, maybe this is me being super ignorant and, and unsafe because this is not what the normal 
thinking no, mind it does. No, didn't, it didn't surprise me about you. I, I'm surprised to hear that there wasn't a portion of you that was like a little concerned with the concept of it. But even while chatting with April about the fact that you're off and doing that, she's like, oh, is he going to be a fine? I was like, if there's right. anybody in this world <laughs> that is going to be open it's, to, to, to the, the dice roll of life and connecting with people specifically, it's yeah. you. And I saw that firsthand. I mean, I see it every day here when you meet with people and, and well, you're, you're, you light I up rooms. But, but, but seeing that you know abroad when we yeah. did Costa Rica, I, I, it was you who connected every, you got all the dots together <laughs> and then just slowly connected. Them I all would to say make our energies combined really brought the people in, but I stopped I... you from like sharing bunk beds with drug dealers. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But outside 100%. of percent <laughs> cocaine, cocaine Tony, Tony, yes, cocaine, cocaine Tony. Comes ba- okay, let me break the wall. Uh, I know this is a it's worth it. No, but Yaniv comes bouncing across the street. <laughs> It wasn't in Santa Teresa. What was the city? No. It doesn't matter. It was uh, like one of the first cities that we stopped in. Yeah. Yaniv comes bouncing across the road. <laughs> we needed a hostel. Dude, I found us a great place. How do you know it's a great place? Because the guy offered me cocaine right away. We're going to have a great uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah. I was like, Yaniv, yeah, that isn't the Christmas marking party. of a trustworthy person. If he went for cocaine first, hostel second, no. <laughs> Let's get quality lodging. Yeah, I mean. To be fair. It's a pretty good Christmas Eve. It was a great party. It was party. a real good Come Christmas on. Eve. That was a great Christmas Eve. I, I, I yearn for adventure. I love this kind of stuff. Yeah. I love meeting people that are characters, whether they're going to be good or bad. I like the mystery of it all. And so that's part of the trip for sure. So you planned a bit of an excursion. You had the Machu Picchu. You had the, a friend I'll give up. you a quick... But before that, what mm. was on the itinerary? Uh, so 14 days, and it was basically city, jungle, Andes Mountains. Ending with Machu Picchu, which is in the Andes mm-hmm. Mountains. Best mints. So, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I missed it. They, they, have, they make a mint called yeah, Machu Picchu? Not, no, the Andes. Oh, the <laughs> Andes. Put okay. One a, put one on a pillow. It's fine. It's turned down That's service. Cute. It's okay. It's <laughs> Over my head. Yeah, All I'm, right. I'm not helping you. I'm just... <laughs> Again. <laughs> jokes. Table of one, please. 150-piece puzzle. So you That's went, you went uh, City... City Lima, which Yungle. three days, and then I went to the Yungle for seven mm-hmm. days, and then Andes. and then I fo- ended with four days in the Andes. So let's start with City, since yeah. that's where you began. City. All right, City. Let's just get all the junk out of the way, okay? <laughs> Why <laughs> is it junk? No, because I did all the things that you probably shouldn't do, right? So especially leading into in, into the ayahuasca retreat, which is the jungle. Well, they yeah. they sort of the prefacing of uh, such a trip would be to cleanse yourself and mm-hmm. to come into it open-minded and clear. No, that's not the Fatucci way. That's not me. Yeah. I, I, you're the guy who, who chops Oreos before the dentist. You're yeah, like, 100%. You're like, if, yeah. if, if Mother Aya is going to do some spiritual work, I'm going to clog up yeah. every spiritual artery. It's super, yes. And yes. she's going to yeah. have to cleanse my 100%. fucking soul. You're going to have to work for it, you jungle beast. Yes. So without giving you too many details, no, give they, me too they many tell details. you they tell you no sex, no drugs, oh, yeah. no alcohol. Yeah. I you know, but, but the I didn't cle- by the way, sex, drugs, and alcohol, of course, you're supposed to be on a on a cleanse for that because you're setting yourself up for spiritual awareness and enlightenment. Yeah. You're not supposed to have sugar. You're not supposed to eat red meat. <laughs> right. You're not supposed I mean, you're probably yeah. supposed to get eight yeah. hours of sleep. Yeah. But, me, but if I know Yaniv in the dirty no. city of I'm Peru. Like, what's the drink of Peru? What's the what's your saltado? Like what are the what are the what is the preferred desayuno? Like I wanna get into it. I wanna learn all the Spanish buzzwords yeah. so that I can bring them back and have stories like this. Like give me the despacito. Yeah. Whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, despacito, bring that to me. <laughs> yeah. Which I learned is slowly. That's what it means. Oh. I didn't know that when I back in the day. That's slowly? why they say it. Despacito. That's why they say it like that. <laughs> slowly. <laughs> what are they talking about though? Oh, you know what they're talking about. What? The flow of the ocean. Oh. I thought it was about like marinating pork. 
supposed to take your time with it. You got to massage those meats. It's, they're talking about agility, sports agility. Oh. Yeah, in the bedroom. Oh, what? <laughs> Snap. What? Snap. There's not room for sports Snap. in there. That's crazy. No, it's a sexy song. So you uh, go to the city. I go to Lima, Peru. And you Capital say, Peru. you do not take it despacito. No. Muy What'd rápido. You What'd you do? <laughs> Por supuesto. Uh, <laughs> Myron is loving it. Um, I... I, uh, I within an hour of landing, I found out that they have the the tallest bouldering gym is in Lima. Oh, yeah, it's like a uh, hundred meters high, it's like football field. Yeah, so I'm like, take me there, cab driver. <laughs> Don't need to go to the hotel. Let's go there. So I go there. Wait, like you land and I go land, right to yeah, the rock? <laughs> I'm ridiculous, by the way. Yes, I know, I know. Uh, but that's how I. I'm alone. What am sure. I gonna do? Check into my hotel and then eat dinner. <laughs> That's lame. So I go. I, I go. Like, that sounds delightful. Yes, that's exactly what I did with going to Thailand. And if I was, like, I was with you, I would have done I that. A nice shower first, and then we can explore the boulder. Actually, no, we landed drunk yeah, in Costa Rica and immediately went that's for, for ziplining. We yes, threw our bags down we and went ziplining. That was amazing. So yeah, so you have a There's way. There's something about that. You have a way. Just so, jumping so, into so it. So you have suitcases in a cab. You unload them and go right to the rock climbing wall. Pay my twenty soles to to have a day uh, day t- pass at day the gym. Pass yeah. at the gym. And I meet all these wonderful people, obviously, right? Yeah. They're working there. They're climbing there. I've never actually rappelled before. So it was my first time learning how to rappel. This was like a four-hour adventure right when I got there. Amazing. Amazing. Did you make it to the top? <laughs> yeah. 100 meters? Yes, I did. Woo. Yeah, it's incredible. I have a time lapse of it. Love that's it. awesome. Oh, I think yeah. I saw that because yeah. it was on the post about rappelling. Yes. So you climb really all the way to the top, stuff. and then what? And that's where you, you use your legs to sort of jump away from the wall. And, and then, go down. yes, yeah. You got to keep your ass low, your back straight. Despacito. It's all about the arms. Yeah. 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 See. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Party, party. <laughs> yeah. Party, party. Oh, man. The... Jokes for what? <laughs> Jokes so, for what? So, four hours, you make some friends. I'm assuming those friends expose you to a nightlife. Yes. It's very calm and exactly. very relaxing. Oh, exactly. So you stuck to your dieta. So we get we get together and read some books. <laughs> uh, no, we. I'm I'm all about finding out what the food, music, drink is of that culture, sure. and that's what I was deep diving into. And sure enough, I was salsa dancing, drinking, learning how to make pisco sour. Really? With uh, which is like a whiskey sour, but with yeah. pisco, uh, which is like a type of uh, rum. Yeah, it's kind of like a uh, Hennessy of mm-hmm. some sort. Uh, no, I'm sorry, cognac. It's like a cognac. And, uh, and yeah, there I am, and I made some friends. And uh, my other friend who I'm going to meet with later in Machu Picchu, she tells me that, that she's got some, some girlfriends that, I, that she'd like for me to meet. So I connect with them, and there goes three days, okay, of a lot of fun. And, and just party, party, lots of great stuff. But forgetting about the fact that— With the that friends of friends? With the friends of friends. You dirty dog. Uh, you dirty, did I you bring the terrible. harness from the rock climbing gym? <laughs> I needed it for my back. <laughs> but uh, all was good. All was great. I'm not trying to brag, by the way. This sounds braggadocious I, no, to me. No, it's not. I'm asking this you sound, for what happened. Like it, I love that you lived giving you, I'm this just giving you the, painting you the picture of the city. Yeah. Uh, but, but again, this is setting up because when you, a lot of people will say, when you decide to do ayahuasca, uh-huh. immediately yeah. there's a switch that flips because Mother Aya starts doing her work right she away. And you. a lot of that is, yeah. is because you've, You've decided to take the plunge. Your mind is already shifting a little bit, and so you're starting to get get ready for the journey to kind Absolutely. of pre-produce your soul for yeah. it. 
I know you were talking about doing that before leaving, so to hear <laughs> all the dirty details the of what a fucking degenerate <laughs> yes, piece of shit you are it's true. leading up to You're Mother Aya, right, yeah. I'm way, I, I I'm know. even more primed. Exactly. The trailer has me even more yes, excited for the movie. It's interesting, yeah. So you're destroying the sanctity of your yeah, friendship with this 100%. woman by hanging out with her friends of friends. Yeah. You're making the Pisco totally. Sours. You're yes, doing the salsa dancing. That. Yes. What else? What else? What'd you see? What'd you do? What'd you grab? What that's holes it, did that's you fill? It. That's it. That's it. Okay. All was good. Okay. I'm not, yeah. Great. I can't give, reveal too much. And that was three days. Yeah. Uh-huh. Three days. Then you journeyed to jungle. Yes. Is this a boat ride? Is this a, it's a, a, a puddle it's, jumper? It's a charter plane to Iquitos. Is it Lima to Iquitos? You know. Lima to Iquitos. Yeah, I did that as well. And then as soon as you get to Iquitos, by the way, there's no cars. It's no. all motorcycles. And you feel like you're in India and bombarded by just gas and mm-hmm. people that are loud. And it's crazy. It's yeah. fast paced. And I loved it. I was like, oh, I didn't expect this. Mm-hmm. I didn't research it at all. Iquitos as a, city, as a mm-hmm. city. I didn't know what to expect. It's in northern Peru, and it's a completely different city than Lima, to say the least. Yeah. Um, I spent a night there, and the next morning, I joined the group at a hotel where we take a boat ride into the jungle, into the Amazon. And from there, you walk about 20 minutes into the jungle to find a retreat that's very secluded and on a farm that is just, as soon as you get there, you feel different mm-hmm. um obviously because the mosquitoes are attacking you but <laughs> did you get that right away yeah you didn't bring did you bring the deet i brought did all you, the deet the dirty deet i did all the deet and uh what did you blow help three much. days with the ladies <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah it was my i animal. ran out of spit let's just go <laughs> oh, Jesus. let's just go for this oh, off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no more antibacterial or uh bug spray i had to do what i had to do take the purell plunge you gotta make it happen somehow uh but no, there's something going on there. There's a nice lake, and that's where you bathe. Uh, that's where you shower. And that's where you get parasites and, and make you shit for four yeah, days. Probably. You should not go barefoot into the lake. Did you do it? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's where that's they get where, you. Um, probably. So, so the boat ride in and of itself, that's setting the stage because you're getting out into the fucking jungle. And you're meeting then, the people. And you're, yes. And, and so, that, was unique, that was special. So now what brought your group together? There were, are people swapping tales of what brought them there and why yes. they were there and what they were hoping to get out of it? Fascinating. Fascinating. So off the top, you got your PTSD. Yeah. You have your woman who lost a child. Mm. These are tragedies that you know, none of us should, I, you know, should ever know. And um, and it's very 180 from the city. Obviously, this is a slap in the face of of reality. Right. right. And so, yeah, you're meeting some real people from around the world. You're talking about Ireland, Spain, Italy. I met someone from Colorado. Um, so you get a little taste of home and also everywhere. But what a what an energy shift! To, like a record scratch. Completely. Oh, we're gonna change it because you're Completely. on a serotonin yeah. roller coaster. And this is what I was looking for. Nuts, and then boom. Mm. Yeah. It's like hello world. Yeah. Um, what and did you say was your intention going in? Like, what did you share about yourself? I was pretty plain about it. I was like, I want to get out of my own way. That was my, that was my mm, thing for now. That's a beautiful intention. Yeah, I was, it was a bit of that and a bit of also selfishly, I want to explore this other dimension. And I think that was a cloud of guilt I had going into it because mm. I was like, I don't have a trauma. I don't have this intense thing that I need to cover yeah. up, this scar that I need to hide or, or reveal or whatever it is. I, I want to just explore. Mm-hmm. And I had a little bit of guilt on that. So I even confessed to the people and oh, the wow. shaman about that guilt. That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. great. I was I, completely honest. I, I had a similar thing, but I clutched to mine right. and pulled it inward oh. until it was until I right. didn't have a choice and it was ripped out of me. I've violently. been very lucky to have been reading this a couple of books leading into this trip that were 
little bit about Aya, a little bit about uh, psychology, and had me prepared for all those things. So I was like, I'm I'm going to be an open book. I'm going to review Great. all. So yeah. so you share that with the group. I'm assuming a group that's in a shared boat on the way to the Amazon isn't going to judge you for feeling <laughs> no. guilty about no, that. They're the, embracing it, right? Truly. Yeah. That's so the you beauty feel that, of that support. Yeah. You walk 20 some odd minutes yeah. to a farm. Yeah. You said immediately it feels different. Because I learned throughout the week that this is an ethnobotanical space where the shaman is, the shaman, sorry, mm. is also a, con- is a conservationist, mm. meaning that he's developed a process over the past 20 years of how to turn his farm into a farm, into a pharmacy. <clears throat> it's basically a system where it takes the waste. This is, this is the short version of it. I'm sure you should look it up. It's called Kapitari Healing Center. And they basically take the waste of all the vegetation. Mm-hmm. So meaning like even a, a banana peel would work. And it, and it actually gets condensed into like a grinder and then, sh- and then fed back into the soil. And what like this super does, composting, super composting, recycling the compost. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it, it recycles the nutrients of those, of those produce and of that produce. And then, uh, allows for the, for the soil to, to ferment over the course of the full year. So in the past they used to actually have to shred or burn crops during the off season. Mm-hmm. And now they, sh- they can just live throughout the entire year. And a tree that used to take 15 years to grow can grow in five. Wow. And this is, not, this is a system that Don Lucho, the, the conservationist and shaman, has developed over the past 20 years. And now universities and governments are using this exact same system. So is he, so what kind of stuff is he growing on this farm? Is this, does this also apply to Aya as well? Yeah. Is he actually growing ayahuasca trees yes. and roots and vines and all yes. that on the Yes, this property? applies to his entire farm. Uh, so Aya is one of the plants, uh, Chachuma, which is the plant that's mixed with Aya. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm mispronouncing that, but that's Wachuma. Wachuma. Yeah, and that's also, uh, that's also produced on the farm, but also just avocados, mangoes, peaches, oh, everything. Avocados will get you fucking high. And they're bro. this big. And I'm for the audio listeners. I have seven inches in width here, right? Is that how you measure it? Is that, is that why you're like I'm average sized? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'll do the audit. I'll do the physical closed captioning. You just did. Um, is it Stewie from it's Family like a Guy? Football. You just did his head. <laughs> yeah. You basically. Yeah. That's an avocado yeah. in Peru, by yeah. the way. No joke. Yeah. Even though the seed is the same size, sure. it's fascinating. Um, yeah. So, so you're on his farm. You feel the presence right away. Are, are you anxious at all? Are you excited? Are you um, scared? Are you? What, I'm excited. What are you? You're I'm excited. excited. I'm super excited. excited. We don't do the ceremony the first night. The first night is uh, spent talking mm-hmm. and actually pr- starting the diet, and then by the second night you do. You I mean, do the continuing ceremony. the diet because you were supposed oh, to be right. cleansing right, for right, ten right, right. fucking days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to respect the sanctity <laughs> of Aya. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is probably goes towards the block that I eventually have. Ah. So I'll just because this is this can't go on for hours. Yes, it can. That's what, <laughs> the yes, the first can. ceremony, which is the second night. Uh, we get together. Obviously, everybody had their one-on-ones with their shaman, with the shaman, Don Lucho, and mm-hmm. you uh, express your intention. You talk about prior um, traumas. And actually, that consultation, by the end of it, you're prescribed actual medicine. So there's, there's a pharmacy growing out of this farm, mm-hmm. and there's a nurse on, on site. And they provide you with... You mean all plant medicine. He's like, he's all not plant like medicine. you need two Cialis and no, a no, no. fucking shot of NyQuil. Let's go, <laughs> no, baby. But they might have the plant version of that. Correct. 100%. Yeah. And so for me, I had actually just done a chronic sinusitis surgery of removing a polyp from my nose uh, just two weeks prior, which is probably not 
according to doctor instructions to go to a southern yeah, American country? I don't think they, they, they recommend that you no. get knocked out by anesthesia and then hop on a plane <laughs> to, to go take Maya. a weird jungle brew. <laughs> right. No, I don't think there's any board certified anybody that would recommend no. that. But you did it. I did it. So so during your consultation, you, I told, him about you this. told him about that. Yeah. yeah. And he actually gave me some stuff for my nose. So th- uh, throughout the course of the, of the following week, even though you're doing the Aya ceremonies in the evening, every morning you actually go to see the nurse and she gives you your special custom medicine. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was a cotton ball of green stuff that I sniffed in my nose and it actually worked Yeah. by the first day, like after the first application. But it just felt, oh, it opened you up? Yeah, which is insane, by the way. I've suffered from sinusitis my whole life. Like I've used Flonase, done the saline rinses, you name it. Mm-hmm. And then this green stuff out of a bottle that she just concocted worked right away. It's it, it fascinating to me how often you trust strangers with things in your nose. From cocaine Tony <laughs> to the nurse on the farm. Like, if it's Christmas time, you're putting anything up Adventure, there. Adventure. Like, grab the pine cones and tinsel. Let's jam oh, God. <laughs> Probably reason for my sinusitis. Yeah. So so sinuses open up. Now, yeah. now, now did, he, did, did you, you talk to him about the fact that you had a little guilt? Yeah. Uh, but that you you wanted to get out of your own way, which I think is a beautiful way of stating a, a very basic but very real and pure intention. I love that. Thank you. I love that. Yeah. Uh, what was his response to to that consultation? Exactly what he said. He said yeah. he said it's amazing that you have that self awareness. Go ahead and bring that into it. Don't forget the love portion of it all because mm. a huge uh, part of your intention is clearly to love yourself and to love the people around you as a part of that. And and just reminding me that you need to focus on love. That was a nice little reminder. That's great. So, so night two. Night two, ceremony one. We yeah. go in. They give you a half dose. To, are you in a maloka? Like it, a yes, exactly. Hut? It's like a circle hut. It's called a maloka. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, 15 of us, I believe. So each of us have their spot. You get a bucket in front of you. This is when I get nervous because I'm not a puker. I, in fact, I hate it. You'll shit 12 times a day. <laughs> yeah. We've established. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, but uh, the other end? No. Nah, it's no, a no, one-way no. street one for way me street, usually. Yeah. But... Uh, you got to open up that second way. And yeah. so this, uh, in the morning, actually, they have you drink some sort of, um, it's called limon. No, it's not, it's not lemon at the, all. The blood of Nick? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to misquote it. But it's, okay. it's another um, cleansing beverage. And it actually... Does it run through it you? It runs through you. You puke right up. away. But oh, you have to really? force yourself to do it by drinking three liters of water. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so that was tough. But I think that... Why don't they just give you the milk challenge and film it for YouTube? Honestly, yeah. Like, just here's <laughs> ALS. three gallons of dairy. Let's go. Wait, ALS? You think that's what it was about? It's a different challenge. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Vomit into an ice bucket and pour it on your friends. That's exactly what that was about. Let's start that. It's a prank, bro. <laughs> Relax. It's a prank, bro. So, um, yeah, so, so you, you, you drink this thing in the morning. I'm, I'm jumping all over the place. No, no, but no, you, but that's okay. So, so as, as someone who, who doesn't enjoy the process of vomiting, which is probably like most people out there, that must have been in and of itself a it very sucked. sobering struggle. Yeah, and it, re, it was reiterated that morning when I had to chug three liters of water yeah. and only like puked a little bit, which, which to me was like, oh, is this a sign of how difficult it will be tonight? So I went into it with that, and that, that might have been a thing that's because tough. I didn't puke at all. After the first ceremony, I did not puke at all. Well, what was your first ceremony? So you a half dose. You lay down on the mat. Yeah. There's candles, I'm assuming. It's at night. Yeah. 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 Actually, it's, it's very dark. There's no candles. They keep oh, it pretty, okay. pretty pitch. And then, you know, he, he believes uh, he On ours, starts. they did candles and blew them out after like 10, 15 minutes or so because now it's starting to right. uptake. So I didn't know what uh, it was. It's all different. Everybody does it differently. And then, they, and then he starts the, uh, the chants, mm-hmm. um, which are these... Uh, Songs that actually he says the plants have taught him over the years, mm-hmm. which is interesting. 
And, uh, and then at 9 o'clock, they ring a bell for you to have your second of the half dose. And I just rose right up. I'm like, yes, please, nothing happened. Let's go mm-hmm. have the second dose, and nothing happens again. Um, and so there comes in a sense of frustration, you know, a little bit of uh, like, what the hell am I doing here? Um, this is a fucking con. Yeah, Why what is I, this? I flew halfway across the world. These fuckers are lying about yeah. this shit. What did I sign myself up for? You know. Yeah, oh, of, course I, of course I know. No, I remember that you it's explained. It's exactly the same. You, same thing. thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly the same thing. And everybody around me, by the way, is not having the They're same experience. They're all off on their They're own little journey, right? Yeah. yeah. So a little bit of that. But also, I understand this is part of the process. And I'm already like foreseeing the shaman the next morning telling me this is part of the process. Mm-hmm. So I'm just shutting up. So were you, did you have any discomfort in your gutty works? Yeah, a little bit yeah. of a turn of the belly. But the it's taste nothing is as bad as they mentioned, right? Hell, it's yeah. real bad, right? It's bad. Even thinking about yeah, the rem- smell and the oh, taste me right too. now. Right now I yeah, get it, yeah. It's like it licking mud and eat, drinking grass. I, I actually, th- th- both of those things, I'm like, eh, they sound I could actually, survive. Yeah, <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. It's really bad, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and when you learn about how they make it, it, all makes, it makes all the sense why it would taste so nasty. It's basically like... Uh, um, shredding some leaves and all, and also the the bark of the aya mm-hmm. is used um, to boil it. Yeah, they boil it and it's just disgusting. It looks terrible yeah. too. It's, it's like, a sludge. It's like a purplish yeah. maroon. It's not, it's not a hey bros. It's a frat haze and let's have a good time. We'll play some fucking NFL blitzer from Need for Speed. We'll shoot some aya. Oh, no. It's not a party drug. Oh, no, no, no one's no. signing up for that after giving hey, a beer pong. And therein lies the sanctity that I really held close. I was all about giving respect to this thing because I recognize the value and and also the history of how people have spiritually connected to this over the years, hundreds, thousands of years. Mm -hmm. And I had experienced DMT about a year ago, right? And that's further, furthered my curiosity for Aya. Um, Were they mixing DMT leaves in with this Aya as well? Well, well, DMT exists in the Wachuma. Mm -hmm. So what, what I've, what I've understood is that DMT is within us. It's within a lot of plants, but we have um, inhibitors that stop that DMT from expanding. And so when you smoke DMT, the reason that it's only a 15-minute or so experience is because your body is fighting it Mm -hmm. that whole time. And with Aya, it opens it up. It allows the inhibitors to to take place and and basically expand that experience to be hours on end, five to six hours. So you go back the 9 o'clock bell, you take your second dose, you lay back down, and then your brain is already spinning on, this is bullshit. On why? What What's going fuck? on? Something wrong with me? Yeah. Like, what did I do? Oh, it must have been the three days in the city, me being an idiot. Mm. Uh, and so, yeah, that's what I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Day But interesting three? that, like, you could think whatever you want. It doesn't matter at you all. Could, but I'm just saying, you yeah. could be thinking literally anything. It doesn't yeah. work for this reason, it doesn't work for that yeah. But But uh, the, the pang of, the slight pang of guilt... For yeah. not respecting the process up until then yeah. was in some way getting yeah. in the way of you enjoying the process. Hundred percent. So that's fascinating. Yeah. So all this is part of the process. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to even feel those bad feelings, and uh, you're supposed to get frustrated, and whatever it is, it's it's supposed to happen. There's nothing that's there's not an uncalculated move in this whole thing, mm-hmm. I believe. And so maybe there will be a surprise here because I think you're expecting me to say. That I eventually had Night some too. You thing. blasted out, but this continues the entire week. Really, the How only difference sessions? we had three ceremonies. Uh-huh. So, and every ceremony you have two doses, and every single time I would take two doses, and they up the dose every time. By the way, the first yeah. was half, the second night was the full, and so, and then the third night you have two shamans, and it's every ceremony is different, and, and it kind of like curates a different experience, and you see it happening around you. The people mm-hmm. are experiencing elevated trips but for me same old thing 
And, but the frustration was gone. I was okay with it. I was like, this is, this is what I was here for. And in fact, by the third night, third ceremony, I was just like, I didn't even expect it, you know? But you're also meditating, right? The whole time you're supposed to just clear your mind and not think, and that's how it, ex- it gets to you more easily. Uh, but for me, I just became accepting of it all and looked around me and truly recognized the, the, the people that were having these experiences and how much they, they needed it, to be honest. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I just shot energy at them instead of worrying about myself at all. And it became my role. And realizing that the shaman, although very valuable as being this vehicle of the experience for them, didn't speak English. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and these people, right after the experience, so after the five, six hours, when you wake, you need to get some things off your chest, yeah. right? And nobody was there, so I played that role. I became the, so to speak, therapist, I guess, jumping into the dinner room and talking for hours on end mm-hmm. to each of them about what they had gone through and, and sharing a little bit of me, of course, but also just playing that part. And that was awesome. What an integral part to play to just be the sounding board. Yeah. Like, Hey, you just the, the sham. Wow. Absorbing their emotions and their everything. And like, yeah. And everything I was reading in the book. So I, I'm reading this book called uh, breaking open the head by Daniel Pinchbeck, which is actually about modern shamanism and, and psychedelic journeys in general. And, and it just was super aligned with everything I was mm. reading that I was able to apply what I'm learning in these books to the conversations. I, I'm struggling with what a beautiful takeaway, what a beautiful person you are for arriving to that. Cause I feel like I would have, I would have just lashed out <laughs> if I didn't have the crazy, you know, by the end of it, God yeah. kicking my head off my shoulders right. and shitting visuals down <laughs> my spine. Like if sure. I didn't have that, I would have probably been upset, even sure. though I like to think that I wouldn't, but yeah. like I'm, I'm torn between really wanting that for you because you should have that and go, go for it. But on the other hand, like how beautiful that you arrived at that conclusion without having that. Yeah. That's beautiful. But fuck, uh, I wanted yeah. you to have it. It's okay. And and like I said, because of the DMT experience about a year yeah. ago, I had had a taste of this thing that you speak of, mm-hmm. this bigger outer worldly thing that's hard to explain. And I love, would love to even talk further about that because I'm curious about it and I'm researching it and I'm reading about it. And sure, I think one day I'll probably explore further and maybe mm-hmm. I'll have a deeper connection to it. But I think it's a lifelong journey. Sure. And I think it's so much bigger than us and it's so sacred. And a lot of people are probably have no idea what I'm talking about. And maybe they do. But it's basically another dimension mm-hmm. that we are not privy to in this current bodily form or mind. And, uh, and it's, it's not meant to just come to you that easily. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not meant to be as easy as a cheat code of buying a trip to Peru and getting it like that. Right. So I think everybody We're has always their... looking for the shortcut. We're always looking for the what's the Konami code to spiritual enlightenment or to whatever else, whether yeah. it's uh, financial wealth or, sure. or a fucking 12 pack abs. I don't like we're always looking for what's yeah. the shortcut. Yeah. And with some things, no, the, the whole point is the journey. Yeah. The whole point is the yes. patience, yeah. is the marathon yeah. long sprint and march to 100%. that destination. Definitely. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So, well, I'm very happy for you that you found that in the midst of what I, I think others, including myself, yeah. would rather short sightedly 
go, well, this didn't this didn't pay off. Right. I'm glad that that you got that out of it, but I also so, wish you could have rode a iridescent eagle <laughs> into the nether realms and I seen will tell like you Vikings though. flying on ships because I did see that shit. Okay, I, and that's I'm a little bit of jealous of that for sure. But but I it was will fucking say, awesome. I, of course, yeah, who would not great. want that? It but, was great. But. The following days where I left the jungle uh-huh. and went to the Andes and did all these crazy physically challenges day trips mm-hmm. where I'm like literally climbing 3,000 feet to get from one mountain to another and I'm going to see this Andean uh, condor to see the flight of the condor, which is like a huge 11-foot wingspan bird that flies 15,000 feet in the air what? and looks you right in the eye when they swoop over you and it's intense. Oh and now I'm having all these experiences the f- following the mm-hmm. trip, right? And that was, I think, the door that I needed. Like really? it opened wide open, and I don't think I've been the same since then. Like that's really what happened. It was the aftermath. I was gonna say, was there some afterglow of yes, the heart so, opening and, and yes. the, the spiritualness and the circles and the discussions and all that, and yeah. then you were there confronted you with nature. And there, it's you such an amazing there you go. There you go. I think, like, despite the lack of spiritual psychedelic visuals, yeah. I had. All the mental benefits, mm. and that's really all I could ask for because I'm a physical being with a men- with a mind. Like I, I'm sure we all have spirit, but for the most part, this is our experience, and yeah. I, the benefit is there. I 100% feel like the Aya did its physical work on me. Wow. Yeah. So what? So what? You say you're you're changed, you know, in some way. I'm clear. What and What did you find? I'm just a lot more clear. Um, I've come back. With a realization, I've dropped a lot of just the, uh, the like, you know, you, you know when you're fucking up and you allow yourself to because you feel like if anybody's going to let you, you are the guy that's going to let you. No, let's unpack you never, that. Well, I mean, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, no, everybody has that, I believe. I, 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 well, I, I fuck alone? up all the time. Sure. But, but you allow yourself to, don't you? <sighs> Who do you, are, are you like, you're supposed to be. Your best roommate, the guy who's like, hey, clean that up, make your bed. Sure. But you're not always. Right. So I just. We don't often hold ourselves accountable. as accountable as we would expect or hold other yeah. people. Yeah. Or, you're, or, or just to, to be a disciplinary of yourself is difficult to, to, to be that person mm-hmm. on a daily basis. And I, for some reason, after this trip, I have become much more of a disciplinary on my own. Like I am just, I am, I'm holding myself accountable. I'm being what I believe is more responsible than I was in the past. And we're only talking about a month ago, but I had bad habits in 2017. I smoked way too much weed. I uh, dis- disregarded way too many opportunities. Mm. I uh, didn't take into consideration the, f- the full scope of feelings of the people around me. I uh, said that I would and I didn't. Like I, These things are real. Yeah. And, and maybe they're like super fluffy, but for the most part, it's real to me, and, no, I, and I needed all. and I needed to wake up and and make a change. And for whatever reason, after this trip, the Aya or otherwise has brought me to a realization that now's the time to wake up, and there's no time to waste. There you go. I think, regardless of the trip and condors and <laughs> dietas or non dietas or whatever, you're still a giant piece of shit. Thank you. You always will be a giant Hell piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> And I still fucking love you. <laughs> I love you, man. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Hey, what happened?
to go with the baby with the spaghetti. It's gonna change what happens. But I mean, it's it's a cosmic light, bright, you need. It's awesome. You go through a fucking tunnel. I know. There's triangles and math that fly at you. You talk to a fucking demon, and then you're chilling on a space planet under a leaf for hours. I'm telling you, it's great. Ah, I can't wait. We'll get there. When I when I had the DMT experience, I'm telling you, it was out of body, and um. By no means, by the way, should this conversation be advocating to anybody anything because I think everyone is so individual and so different and you're going to, you're going to, you know, you should just do things by your own accord through your own research, you know, independently. And, and, and I think conversations, when you hear them, you are, you're affected, either motivated, Mm -hmm. but, but sometimes affected in, in also a negative way because you're assuming that this applies to your life but it truly needs to needs to naturally make sense for you and so research and uh and just self-education is key yeah there's there's definitely i've I've had conversations with friends having done i uh and and dabbled with some other things and go well what should i do what should i do and i'm like maybe nothing maybe you shouldn't do exactly anything. maybe you should be still for a minute and just listen to your own thoughts if that terrifies you, if yeah. you can't do that, then maybe you shouldn't go fucking around with the switchboard that is your brain and yeah. rewiring synapses and seeing what's there. It's 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 completely different journeys for every single person. There's not it's not one size fits all right. with psychedelics or with any, in any sort of spiritual journey. That was the polarizing issue with Timothy Leary in mm-hmm. the 70s. You know, this guy was a Harvard professor that in the and when he was like 40, he discovered LSD and then changed the scope of his career by being this advocate and being this public persona. But truthfully, all that stuff has, had been, had existed prior. It's just that he was so excited that it created a movement. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but it did create some negative effects. A lot of, um, a lot of issues came out of that. A lot of people who should not have tried acid, tried acid. Mm -hmm. And he, he would say bold statements like, even if there was, he said, this is, this is a quote that I recently read in the book, Breaking Open the Head. He even made bold statements like, eh, if there was 50% chance of you uh, having mental psychosis right. from it's LSD. A, a, yeah, a psychotic I think, episode. It's I, worth the coin flip. I think it's still worth it. No. And I would no, disagree with that. Yes. I would completely disagree <laughs> with that. Because psychosis is a serious, yeah. traumatic yeah. Uh, condition. And uh, and I think that that is a, a complete risk when you when you t- when you play with these things. Yeah. Now, having said that, I, I also believe that you know, in the past there has been religion for finding spirituality. There, in the past, there's been other forms of finding spirituality. And today, and and in the past as well, but more so prevalent today, you have things like psychedelics, maybe meditation, yoga and even technologies mm-hmm. that can further your experience uh, with spirit. But um, my point is that we look at these things now more, more under a microscope because it, in the past we had these easy ways of just like, we, well, we didn't have technology. We didn't have all this uh, knowledge about these psychedelics. So we're going to find it through God, religion, church, praying. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful. Whatever it is, however it is that you find it, as long as you find it, there's a, it's, just, it's just a matter of finding your personal stream. Yeah, I talked a lot with Mike Shaw about that. We've had many conversations with that. I was like, look, if ultimately you believe your God, a God, some God, brings an immense amount of positivity to your life and can have a positive effect on everybody else, then 
who cares what the journey is to that God or a God, as long as the destination is one of love and it's all the positive stuff that you're talking about. Like maybe mine comes in the form of a pill. Maybe it comes in the form of lying in a deprivation tank. Maybe yeah. it comes from boiling a jungle root. And maybe it yeah. comes from going to a, a, a mega church right. every Sunday and singing and dancing. Yeah. And Whatever the path is, yeah. I'm not going to try to judge yours. Yeah. Maybe, And I'm not saying Mike Shaw does judge. He, he, no. I don't believe he does. But there are, there, I feel like there tends to be people on, on the traditional religious side of things that judge others paths to to sure. their god a little more harshly and so well you did you need a shortcut did you need this did you need that well does it matter what i needed as long as i arrived at the same warmth and embrace and conclusion Agreed. that you did and i'm accepting of you and loving you and let's can't, like can't we all just let's yeah. all dance who yeah. cares what what the song is as long as we're all dancing i will say though equally that there is some judgment from the other side the secular yes. side on the religious end yeah and that's the problem there should be there should be no judgment that if you're if you're advocating peace and love like full force on that mm-hmm. you know basically there are no exceptions to that even a hardcore uh religious person should accept a hardcore non-religious person and vice versa but you know we're talking about an ideal world that doesn't exist. Oh, but we're taking steps, baby. Yeah, hopefully. We're doing it. We're doing it. No, we're not. No. <laughs> we are backsliding into a shithole country. <laughs> uh, he's sliding his chair back, ladies and uh, gentlemen. He's sliding oh, it back. He's wiggling. He's got his hands. He's crying. He's shaking. <laughs> I think we found uh, a new business for you. I saw uh, a bit of a thing in chat about questions for Yaniv. I don't know if any happened, Nick. Did something happen? Did anybody say a thing? Did it, something happen? Uh, there's not Nick. too much, unfortunately, but we did have one that I think might be mm. worth diving mm, into. Fire um, away. It's about quality, not quantity. Yeah, that's so true. So I'm okay with that. That's true. That's I'm true. all right with that. I don't want to be bombarded. You know, this happens all the time. Someone in chat just asked, what is DMT? What is this, what is mm. this experience that you're yeah, talking dimethyltryptamine. about? Dimethyltryptamine. Take it away. Dimethyltryptamine is a chemical that exists within all of us. And they say that you're born when it, it's, it's produced in your brain, your penile gland. When you're born, when you die, and often when you're dreaming, when you're sleeping, it's produced. It also exists in many, many plants dimethyltryptamine, and um, it, they call it the spirit molecule. And uh, it's definitely worth researching because I'm not going to do it justice, but it's a beautiful chemical that unlocks a access to the spirit world, <laughs> for the lack of a better phrasing. And, um, well, it's what, it's, it's what will enter you into a dream state. Yes. If you're asleep, your body will, will secrete it. Uh, it. There's been studies that show that your body will flood itself with dmt like as a last dying gasp like what a that, and there you go well is there death if your molecules are tripping indefinitely like who knows maybe yeah. that's what death is is one giant yeah. trip until you're back again but um is it pi- it's the pineal gland right pineal. pineal yeah the pineal gland as a substance i believe it's extracted and you can smoke it and you that's certainly basically can. uh put on some flour some weed and uh and you can smoke it mm-hmm. now it's it's uh, the businessman's lunch, as they call it. it <laughs> yeah. is, it's five to 15 minutes of being blasted out of your yeah. skull. And depending upon how much you smoke and how much you hold in, you can reach different levels. And, yeah. you know, the, the one of the craziest things about it is that, uh, you know, e- even having gone through the experience. And for me, it was at least on one of my four sessions, it was crazy visual. I mean, it was it was intense, crazy intense, lots of vomiting, lots of everything. And I've, I've chatted about it at length. But um 
seeing all of that and experiencing all of that, I have to submit that I drank a strange jungle brew that could have easily manifested all that shit into my, like that could have just been my brain misfiring and misinterpreting signals. And I get it. There could be nothing out there. There could be nothing on the other side of anything. That's just my brain having a thing. But there is a a bit of a shared delusion. And that's what gets weird. That people who don't even know, like, hey man, smoke this. It's DMT. When they come back, they report having seen, heard, experienced very similar things. The trip reports come back fairly consistently. Now, you could say that's because uh, raised in the same cultures, so when their brains misfire in a certain way, they're going to conjure up the same imagery. But culturally and geographically, over hundreds and thousands of years, completely different tribes in completely different areas have stumbled across the same formula with the same results and the same visuals and the same reports coming back. Now, again, could all be a shared delusion, but that's pretty fascinating. It's very fascinating. And there are other substances that apply the same effect. In Western Africa, a country called Gabon, there's a popular substance called Iboga. And it is, I believe, a tree bark. And it is similar in how it's um, taken like ayahuasca. They use it in a lot of um, like opium uh, recovery facilities. Ibogaine is the substance that they get from Iboga. And it it can purge you and at least temporarily um, absolve you and rid you of withdrawal symptoms from opioids. From what I understand, and the alcoholism dosage, too. Yes, it's it's absolutely. And and by the way, ayahuasca is a world wonder for that kind of stuff mm-hmm. because I saw it before my very eyes at this retreat. People with intense traumas recovering over the past over the over that week. Yeah. And um, there's also in Brazil another one that I'm gonna forget the name, but they Acai. shoot it into your nose. Acai. When you I blend shoot, it, put some strawberries on it, some it walnuts. Your, yeah. They shoot it into your nose. Now what is that? I'm oh, no okay. Acai, got it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah. I had that for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's uh, in Brazil. They have this thing. They shoot it through your nose, like through a. Um, like a pipe. Well, and next and Christmas, you'll try it. You'll no. trust anybody with that. <laughs> oh, God. No, no, I'm not messing with my nose anymore. Um, but, uh, you'll and plug the, every drug from here on out. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of different uh, psychedelic substances out there yeah. that report the same effects, mm-hmm. and it's fascinating. And um, we're not the first ones to be discussing this. No. There are many books on, the, on, the, on this topic. Uh, Addis, Ux, uh, Addis Huxley, one of the one of the first writers to write about this. Aldous, Aldous yeah. Huxley, thank you. Um, obviously, Timothy Leary, but more more popularly, it would be Terence McKenna and his brother Dennis. And Joe Rogan does a great job at deep diving into this topic. Oh, I was, <laughs> I'm just saying. So that was the recommendation. <laughs> so Google, kids, that's what Yaniv's just saying, and I agree. And some people will say, like, well, look. I, Ayahuasca doesn't cure you of this, and Ibogaine doesn't cure you of that. Well, in and of itself, well, no, no, but it's not, it's not trying to necessarily. It's a tool. It's a step along the road to recovery. And if you've ever seen somebody go through opioid withdrawals or try to kick alcohol, it's violent and yeah. it's nasty and it's fucking dangerous. Right. It's, it's no fucking joke. So if a strange plant medicine, a jungle brew can help them overcome those symptoms yeah. so they can then get intense 
therapy or right. whatever the support is that they need to, yeah. to be on a long-lasting road to recovery, right. then awesome. And as you said, we're not the first people to be talking about this, but it, it breaks my heart, and I think it's so disgusting that scientists haven't been able to openly discuss these things and test these things right. and, and actually do the research and the work on them. Because That's changing. The, that is changing. Yes, it yes. Is. Thankfully, yeah. slowly and but surely, but thankfully. But I, yeah. I, I still think it's changing until big pharma sure. wakes up to certain well, things and tries not. to trademark compounds and then make the research illegal again. Sad reality is that what you're saying is probably true. But hopefully, we get to a global world, a, a global culture, yeah. where uh, these these psychedelics are shared. Through the blockchain? Is there a crypto for psychedelics yet? I don't know. There's well, Silk be. Road is, is there a, basically is there a the crypto? marketplace. Trypto? Dude, that's going to be the coin, bro. <laughs> Trypto. Let's start Trypto. Oh, TPO? We'll do an ICO tomorrow. Let's go. An HODL, baby. This oh, one's a lifer straight to the moon. We're going to, to the, the moon, moon baby. <laughs> Fuck cryptocurrency. I'm out. If um, there was a question. Do you have something to say, though, before we get to the question? I was. That was the question, the DMT thing. That was it? Yeah, that's, oh. that's we explained really it. the most relevant question. Oh, um, I would also say, if we're on the topic, uh, so cannabis is definitely another medicine, right? Mm. And I had an issue over the past year. I've been overusing it. Mm. Using it wrong would be the right way to say it. And truthfully, it's about connection, right? We're always about we're always talking about progress is through connection, love, and all this stuff. I think I was misusing it. The thing is, I had a tendency of of just looking at it over the past sixteen years since I was in high school. As a getaway, as, a, as an escape, as a way of saying, oh, I can't wait to get off work and, and, and light a split. Mm-hmm. And frankly, that was a bad road for me. And, and it was, um, I would wake up foggy and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm not saying this is truth for everybody. Daily users can thrive with this stuff. Sure. It's a, it's a miraculous technology, cannabis. <laughs> I, I'm all for yeah. it. But, but also daily users can live in that fog and be avoiding the reality of whatever it is they're trying to avoid. So it, it As daily anything, by the way, yeah. I realize. Moderation is key. It's such a cliche phrase, but it's so, my God, true. it's so true. Mm-hmm. Like, you can like ice cream, but you should not be eating it every day. <laughs> you can, uh, you know what I mean? Y- yeah. You just need to moderate it. Um, obviously, people would know, would feel the effect. They're like, oh, I'm eating ice cream every day. This is probably really bad for me. But with weed, that doesn't seem to be the, the perception because you're, you, because especially in California, I would say with the recent legalization and just the cultural acceptance, it's like, this is a good thing. This mm-hmm. is a great thing. This is benefiting me in this. It's lowering my stress there. All those things are true. But if you, for me, on, on a daily usage, it was becoming problematic. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm just going... My, my new thinking has allowed me to shift to say, okay, well, how do I use it for, for benefit if it's a tool, if it's another, um, you know, medicinal, ethnobotanical tool? How do I take this hammer and, 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 and you know, slam it on, on, on the nail instead of hitting my head with it? And so it's about connection. So instead of, oh, I can't wait to get off work and, uh, and light up a slip, that's a bad thinking mm-hmm. in, for me. Instead, it's, oh, um, I can't wait this weekend to maybe meet with a good friend, light one and have a great conversation. That's connection. That's using it as a tool, right? Mm-hmm. The, there, therein lies, the, there's like, we're given these cheats or these ways, these tools, but there's secrets of how to use them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the, I think, 
what we haven't unfolded quite yet. But as you look, the, the balance is the key. It's the key to all things, yeah. and that's why it is so fucking cliche. Yeah. It's damn near impossible to achieve, yeah. but it's a worthwhile pursuit. Yeah. And and I agree. Like if it's a tool in the tool chest to amplify an experience, great. If you're putting up a smoke screen to wall yourself off from mm-hmm. a lack of experience yeah. or from trying to avoid right. an experience, well then, yeah, that sounds like a, a negative usage of it. So I I thought it was weird because I was. I was out of the country when weed became legal uh-huh. here in the States. And I didn't know what I was coming back to. Part of me was expecting to come back and see d- d- joints being handed out on the streets <laughs> like it's Mardi Gras. Oh, by the way, it's terrible. Go. It's 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 not a good thing. It's taxes, um, obviously taxation on, on the product, but also yeah, the smaller clinics are suffering financially from this thing. Really? Yeah. Because they're having to pay more to get their product. They also Texas, have to yeah. up the prices on this stuff mm. because they're making a lower margin. So, because yeah, I came back and I like I haven't been to a dispensary since, but like guests, people just hanging out. It's now legal, right? So anybody can walk into a dispensary and buy. Yeah, I think that's a problem. Actually, I I, I mean I'm sure that there's benefit in the long run, but for the most part, right now the mm. the the short term effects have been nothing but complaints from the clinics that I've been to. I've been nothing but complaints from the uh, industry, cannabis industry people that I know. Mm. And um, I am hoping that that's that's going to change. I'm sure it will. I mean, look, Colorado kind of set the standard. They've slowly but surely figured it out. And weed there is about the same price as it was pre-legalization finally. And you know what? can always still call a fucking dealer yeah <laughs> <laughs> like you could still but it was do so that. good though the last five years it's been so good well what but what changed though i guess the prices went up a little bit at the dispensary that's what changed no i yeah i get that, that like every dispensary has three sets of books by yeah. the way they've got the real one the one yeah. that they report to the government and then the yeah. one that they show of their course. employees like i get of it course. they all have three sets of books it's funny so now they got to be very careful with the ones that the, probably probably have two now yeah and they'd be very careful with it so i get I it i mean there's no but, like can't you also just call a dealer? <laughs> it's California. But it, we got so uh, desensitized in the past five years. It's been so easy. All you needed to do is get a prescription, which was very easy. Very easy. I oh, got my last one online. I went to a website, smiled into a webcam, right. and then I was able to order off that website. It was I re- like Grubhub. I like postmated weed to the office, That's which amazing. is very unprofessional. I renewed mine with a doctor on Skype. <laughs> he was like in his pajamas yeah. and I was like and he's like you still getting those headaches I'm like man I can't stop I can't sleep <laughs> renewed I can't remember what my excuse is anymore doc uh, short term memory loss maybe long term I don't know you want to help some weed that's ironic <laughs> uh, alright are we good I think we're great I, how are you good just good, good. Just yeah, good. I'm good. I, I want to hear more. I told you, I'm so jet lagged. I really, the, I, I've traveled to Asia before, uh-huh. but I, I don't know if it's just age or what, but like, I, I th- well, you th- did two and a half weeks. Like, that's a pretty It was lengthy, two weeks. Yeah. It was two weeks, but due to layovers and everything else, it was like 29 hours of travel on the way there and almost 30 hours on the way back. And I, 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 I left at about the same time that I landed here. Yeah. In LA, which is a weird concept. Like my birthday didn't exist. Uh. I left here on the the, oh, yeah, you the, the twenty seventh, and I landed in the afternoon. Well, of the technically, 29th. you had a lengthier. So, oh no, it just didn't exist. It just you, kind of, yeah. it, I mean, it was it existed for a fleeting moment in the sky. <laughs> I think. Did they bring you a cupcake and, and a candle? April had a cupcake for me that really? she pulled out of a bag, and it was just Aww. smash frosting into a lid. I'm like, Aww. happy fucking birthday! Did to she me. sing you happy birthday on the plane? No. Oh, she doesn't love me. It's fine. <laughs> I don't need her for that. I have that? Give us a couple highlights. You got to give us a couple highlights of Thailand. I, I soaked up all the time of this podcast. I would love 
no, the, the listeners you, to at least get your. I will chat. I can yeah, chat next week about my thing. You, I got photos. You. I got video. I got memories. Uh, scuba diving. Did my first scuba. He's counting Ooh. on his hand. That was crazy. This is one thumb up, one baby. Thumb up. And that's <laughs> the one. And it is a thumbs up. I like the experience. I had a freak out about ten meters down. About huh? two minutes in, I was oh, like, shit. I made a huge mistake. Oh. I need to get back to the fucking boat. Oh, no. I don't like underwater oh, no. as much as I thought I would. Get out of here. Scuba. Yeah. That scuba. stuff is tough sometimes. Yeah, but I calmed the fuck down and yeah. went through it, and um, I got to see cuttlefish fuck. Oh, that's so hot. it was definitely worth it. Yes. It was totally worth it. Is that it. why they call them cuttlefish? They were cuddling. Yeah. Definitely. Well, so the female cuttlefish holds on to the man's DNA packet, as my diving instructor said. Yeah, so the guy will come over, mad humpage, drop like just leave the deposit, but she holds on to it she and decides it. when she wants to fertilize her eggs. Like, I love that power play. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. She's like, no, 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 on me, not you. All right? This is my decision. But during that time, the male cuttlefish hangs out, Uh, and he's, like, keeping tabs. He wants to find out. Because while I was watching them, they had just just finished hooking up. They're like, no Maury underwater. No, like, (laughs) (laughs) there's no no Coral Povich that's going to come out and tell him he isn't the daddy. Another male cuttlefish comes swooping in, Uh and he's waiting in the wings. Oh, no. Because he's like, yo, if she doesn't do, I'm going to get... I'm going to oh. get my seat up and then I'm going to drop, I'm going to leave my little packet here. Yeah. And he's hanging out on oh. her like, no, 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 already claim Bay. This is mine. Uh-huh. This is mine. So to watch that delicate underwater posturing of like, no, 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 I already called dibs. And he's yeah. like, no, no, no. Man. She hasn't I'm the done new anything guy. with that seed yet. <laughs> she hasn't done shit with that. She'll decide. And I watched them just side no eye way. each other. Yeah. I mean, their eyes Did are she located get it from the head. new guy? Uh, I didn't see that happen. I, I saw I saw new guy new guy hit the road. New guy went on to explore some other shit. But it went down underwater. That's incredible. And I was watching it all. I love learning about power dynamics between animals. It was crazy. It was I, it was cool to it, see. In the in the Andes Mountains on the Salcantay Mountain, which is like one of the tallest Bless mountains in, in yeah, yeah in South America. Um the 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 condor. Yeah. 11 foot wingspan. This thing's huge, yeah. right? Almost as big as seven inches, by the way. <laughs> yeah, almost like a football. Doing the, <laughs> the, the, the video see, yeah, exactly. Uh, there are cows on the mountain and they're like tiptoeing on the cliff edge. Mm-hmm. And the, the condor flies and swoops just to scare him, swoops overhead, whoop, just to scare the cow, which startled, falls over. Tumble, tumble, tumble. Tumble, 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 dies. Yeah. Vultures come and eat away at it just enough to what open the skin. Energy efficient pursuit. And now the condor's like, oh, now that the vultures have opened the skin because it doesn't have the beak that's able to do that, now I can go eat. Now I can go swoop enough food for my 11 foot nest. Condors fuck! They fuck so they hard. They fuck so hard. How great. How energy efficient. That they, uh, I don't have to sink talons in anything. Oh, man. No, 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 no. Just I'm going to scare them into yeah. his own fucking death. Yeah. Tumble, tumble, tumble. And then let the other vultures do the work. It's like at Red Lobster. I'm like, crack them crab legs for me, son. <laughs> I'm yeah, not getting to that meat. You get out here it's and crack like that sh- shit. And then I'm going to dip it in the butter. It's not like shabu shabu where you no. have to do all the work. That, and then, I never know. Korean I barbecue and shabu shabu are fuck. They're a ruse. What do you want me they're to wash the dishes when yeah. I'm done? Yeah, Get that the meat fuck better out. be fucking half off yeah. if I have to cook it myself. <laughs> Kiss my delicate dick. I'm not doing the work for you. You get back there and do it. I love condor uh, fucking. I'm on board. Love it. Well, oh, I, I did that. Fish. So uh, scuba diving was badass. Uh, elephants changed me. Yeah, I heard they changed me. You, so you didn't ride them? Did you me. wash them? No, riding them is very bad. Did very bad for elephant. I did. I washed them in a river. Uh, one kind of charged me, but then yeah. stopped and like bowed down a little bit. There's and let the me cutest photo of it, like smiling at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I had food. I had a satchel full of melons, but and it's sugar smiling. Cane. Yeah, it's mostly like put some fucking food in my trunk, or I'm gonna eat you. 
Like, I'm going to scare you down this cliff with my trunk. I'm just going to fucking stiff arm you. Amazing. Uh, they, they fucking changed me. Yeah? Yeah, in a way that made me, like, I had to really reconcile a lot of past bits and stunts that I had done on Attack of the Show. and About, even, even about here, animals? About using animals. Yeah, and I still don't know exactly how I feel about a lot of it, but I do have a lot of guilt for... Uh, enabling industries that puts weird suits on monkeys and makes them hold signs we during free that, stuff. We did have that. We had that goat I, for the Bud Light commercial. Yeah, that was weird. I, it's it's just <laughs> it was funny it, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> greatest of all time. And therein lies therein lies the rub. Is that like yeah. you know? We only got the goat because of the meme. I get it. Greatest of all time. I get no, it. I, I feel but terrible. I don't know now that that, that justifies it. a lot of stuff. And I I really had to like. And I I am not eating meat now. And I I don't. I don't th- like. I'm not gonna grandstand about it. I'm not saying it because I feel like it. it should. You're change. just going through it now. I'm going through it, and and I'm not gonna. If you want to eat meat, go ahead and eat meat. I think there's plenty of people eating meat. I don't need to. I can. Yeah. I, the the science is in. I can be super healthy off of plants and mushrooms yeah. and everything. Totally fine. Beyond meat. I can. I'm about I can it. eat beyond meat. I can. Um, di- that's I'm fine. About it. But the elephants fucking changed me. Like that yeah. was an experience I wasn't expecting. And and the 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 again that reconciliation of past things and maybe a lack of sensitivity to animals. And, and there's, there's something to be said about um, sanctuaries and rehabilitation clinics that will, you know, Hey, come visit and see these monkeys because they're, they were wounded or they were abandoned from shows or whatever else. Yeah. Like, uh, so there, there can be good that comes from sort of animal tourism, but it has to be done respectfully and and, and be done right. And when you see uh, elephants with, with mangled, uh, legs and feet because they had stepped on mines or elephants that were blinded because in in the in this one case an uh, elephant gave birth near a cliff because it was supposed to be logging and didn't want to and got scared so the 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 wrangler at the time decided to blind it oh wow because uh, it was in a rage wow. having given birth and its elephant baby goes tumbling down a cliff and you hear this the terrible fucking shit that human yeah. beings are doing to animals yeah. let alone let alone sawing the ivory off for oh. a, or, or, or trying yeah, to take yeah. a head home in a box yeah, for a fucking fur. trophy. Like, yeah. bad, bad enough to, like, yeah. to know that writing them is bad but want the Instagram photos so bad that you're like, well, fuck it. You know, oh, man. that's bad enough. But, mm-hmm. but when you take it the next step further, like, how, how pathetic is your existence that you need a trophy of a majestic animal's head on your wall to say that you went and shot something? Like... Self-defense is one thing, but when you put yourself in the in the line of, of an animal like that in its own environment with a fucking gun, you're a goddamn coward. I, I'm it, sorry. It is some bullshit because the moment you, you're, you take the gun away and if you're stared down the barrel by a saber-toothed tiger, they're ripping your head off. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> like, you're done. Yeah. Now, and, and, and look, there, there's and some of the, well, but there's villages where they have to crowd control because they're going to go. There's always, there's always, it's a gray area. I get it, but you... you you know it's wrong to hunt them for sport. You know it's wrong to cut their heads off for trophies. And if you know that it's bad for the animal to be fucking riding it, well then goddamn it, don't support an industry that puts saddles on them. I, I was able to go and connect with, with animals at a, at a park that takes injured, sick ones, no yeah. problem, treats them humanely with a sure. metric ton of respect, and I still got a lot out of it. Of and, and I think a, a lot of people can as well, but at the end of the day, it, that... I wasn't expecting yeah. to get that out of Thailand. Yeah. I thought maybe I would get a, a, some sort of cabaret show. Interesting. Maybe I'd see some ping pong balls flying yeah. out of someone. Maybe I'd see a Was Muay there no Thai Bangkok fight. ping pong show? No, because I'll tell you what, like 
the same reconciliation had to happen with that with, of like with what, women, but well, or men, who knows? It could have or been lady men. boys. Yeah, like, true. but it was literally like, what am I, what am I supporting with sexuality with my, with my energy and my that. presence and my tourism dollars? Like what Good am I you. actually supporting? And that was a weird thing to come face to face with Good when I you. thought it was just going to be a lot of street meat and tuck tucks. So I've got photos, <laughs> I've got video. I, can't I, wait. I had a great time. I'll share them in depth someplace else, but thank you for, for sharing uh, the, the journey that was, Cheers. Peru. Yeah, it was fucking, that was fun. That was great. Thanks, man. I think we didn't hear about what happened. Well, yeah, we did with condor. I gave you a little bit of the condor. Good, I told good. you about the cow falling. I mean, that's the gist. <laughs> that's why I love <laughs> you, Guys, man. take care of yourselves. Thank and, you. And uh, don't be like the cow. Be like the condor. Woo! It's the year of the condor, baby. <laughs> 2018. Flap those wings and scare some bovines. Thank you all uh, so much for being here. With I, us? I Present? Wish, I wish I had something more uh, important to say. I feel like there's a lot of... We have to end this, but we there's so many things happening right now. There are many updates to be had. So many discussions. To we be don't had. really have many opportunities of doing this. We're gonna let this. We're gonna let. But we're, we're going to we're going make to. that happen. When I come back from and here, I gotta go ride the promo pony for Hack My Life. Yeah, I gotta do that next week. In oh, New you York. to New York on Monday? Dude, I am like, I I have not. I don't know what fucking That's day insane. it is. Well, and my body least, is still adjusting. I got damn. up at two and at three and at four. That's and at right. Five. I'm fucking. I'm yeah. a zombie. But when I'm back from New York. Mm. Sit down and have another conversation. Good. Good, good, good. I hope so. I, I want to host the morning thing on this. I'll thing, sit right by you and dictate all your finger wavings. And he's spinning around right now. He's spinning the <laughs> That was the very. That was. I was not in my chair spinning at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing very lazy dictation. <laughs> <laughs> and he's moving. He's moving. And now his hands are involved. Uh, <laughs> uh, I had a great time. You guys Thailand. are missing this. It's I, really I, good. I missed all of you. I missed all of this. Thank you guys for tuning in and for the continued support. If you want to back this channel, patreon.com slash the attack. It's the reason for the season. Got a bunch of behind the scenes content over there. We got some new merch as well. I think there was an issue with some shirts, but people are getting their shirts now. Yes. Shirts are happening. Sh- there is a deep apology necessary for all the delays that have been had because it was promised to be had before Christmas yeah. and it was not. But let it, you, let it be told mm. and known that we've worked those issues out and we're providing uh, gifts to everybody who's been delayed, which is mostly everybody. And uh, Right. Great. Another and, loss leader. Awesome. It's <laughs> exactly what we needed here. <laughs> uh, I feel like we have this conversation every month where we say changes are coming and updates are happening. Yeah, but they and all do. But they, they do. But they inevitably... Then, yeah. It's an ever-evolving. I had a conversation I had today. I, I have no, I have no idea what this year was going to bring. I, I just know that I, I've, I couldn't be more proud of every step that's led us to this part of the journey. Mm. And I am, I am, in a, in a way that would have given me anxiety, probably crippling so in the past. I am unconcerned with the affairs of the near future. Me too. I just, I, I, I like <laughs> what water, baby. Um, it's just gonna flow. I'm not gonna part it, of the process. It really is. Yeah. It really is. So it's a, an honor to be sharing it with you. Um, Likewise. Oh, I was talking to the audience oh. out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's you an guys, honor to be yeah. sharing it with all of Truly. you. Yuneeb, I'm done with you. Yeah, you're no, I, no. I, I, you're I, still, I... Nick, can you kill us, Mike? You could just kill me. Thanks. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Patreon.com slash The Attack. Yuneeb Fatucci, super producer. He's got comedy. <laughs> <laughs> really? You really shut up my mic. That's a pro move. Wow, Nick, Nick you are great. Uh, kisses, <laughs> hugs, and belly rubs. Uh, Nick, <laughs> leave him on a piece of wisdom. Go. Just be a good person. Mm. Simple as that. Got to break a couple eggs to make an omelet. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Why does being a good person have to break some eggs? Got to break a couple eggs to make an omelet. Sometimes. What if? What if you're going to 
How are you going to make free. that omelet? Cage free. How are you going to make that omelet? What if you're using like a, uh, what's, uh, a what's an uh, egg substitute? Uh, egg beaters. Uh, egg beaters. What if uh, you're egg beaten? Ooh, that's uh, thinking ahead. All uh, right. Use technology. Uh, use technology. Use the mind. Son, 2020, son. 2020. I got future vision. Oh, got it. No, I'm in the future, motherfucker. Two years ahead. I don't know. I'm jet lag. I don't know what year it is. Bye. See ya.